Welcome everyone to the Sonoma Spiel. My name is Tim with the Sonoma Valley Visitors Bureau. I know I say every day it's a beautiful day in Sonoma Valley, and it is a beautiful day in Sonoma Valley, and things are starting to happen out in the vineyards, and the mustard is growing, and I'm start- I just saw a cherry tree starting to bloom, which is kind of February is about when it starts to happen, but that's not why I'm talking to you today. Today I'm talking about one thing. The other day, as I mentioned, I was coming back from Chicago on an airplane, as you do. I flew into San Francisco, fantastic airport, flysfo.com or org or net or whatever it is. And I'm like, I should go get some Filipino food because that's what I do. And I go to Daily City and get Filipino food when I'm coming back. And my mom calls me and I know she's listening, but I wasn't able to answer it because I was trying to like have Siri tell me it's the Filipino food. Then my cousin texts, my, my nephew texts me and says, Uncle Tim, we just passed you on the freeway. And I said, this is random. I'm on 280, coming back from San Francisco. And my nephew texts me. So I, I was all hands-free. I said, Siri, call my nephew. Turns out he was in San Francisco visiting my parents. We're like, let's go get lunch. I'm like, forget the Filipino food. I'll find out you guys. They were up by the avenues already in San Francisco. We go to get a fantastic Chinese meal on Geary Street. I don't know the name of the restaurant. It was in Chinese. Uh, everything was in Chinese. It was great. We had a great time. Really amazing food. I had some sort of like tofu thing. I had some sort of, I don't know what I ate. It was great. I loved it. Had a great time there because San Francisco has fantastic food. And I'm bringing this up not because I think everyone should go to San Francisco to get Chinese food because you should or Laotian food, or Vietnamese food, or Italian food, or any kind of food, because San Francisco is an amazing place to eat. I'm bringing this up because today, today, listeners, I have a very special guest. I know every week I say I have a very special guest, but this time I actually, actually mean it. Somebody I've known for a long time, somebody who knows a lot about San Francisco, and we're going to talk about all sorts of things, San Francisco and Sonoma. Lynn, Bruni, Perkins, how are you doing? I'm great, Tim. Thanks for having me here today. <laughs> you were wondering why I went from 280, Daily City, yep. Filipino food, nephew, to you, right? Like how, but how I, the, I get the connection. It happened. It happened. Does that happen to you to people? Like, you're coming back from the airport and people just text you because they, they passed you on 380 or 280? Or I can't say that one. that has ever happened to me, actually. <laughs> I think I was, most of my friends pay attention to the road. Well, thank you. Well, luckily, my dad was driving. So, yeah, that, that's that's one way to put it there. Um, Lynn, you are with San Francisco Travel. I right? am. Or, um, and that's your job is to do for San Francisco what I, what I do for Sonoma Valley. Exactly. Which is talk about how great it is, right? Talk about how great it is and um, promote it to, to drive people to come in and visit, and to visit. hold a meeting there, to hold a convention there. So um, we're impacting um, the visitor economy. You're, you're the voice of San Francisco. And in some words, like, I mean, not you personally, right. but you're kind of behind the curtain. Because you, what is your, what do you do at San Francisco Travel? What's your job there? My job is uh, chief marketing officer. So, oh, wow. Okay. Yes. So um, my team and I promote the city internationally, okay. domestically, um, and we oversee, you know, website, uh, social content, uh, advertising promotions, all, all the all stuff, the things. kind yeah. of like the, the stuff that somebody who's like, I want to go to San Francisco and they get online and they Google it or they mm-hmm. go on their social media of choice. Oftentimes they're interacting either directly with the stuff you've done or stuff that you've influenced, right? Hopefully, so hopefully, get, <laughs> hopefully they go to sftravel.com right. um, where they can learn all, about all the things that are going on okay. in San Francisco. And how long have you been doing this, Lynn? I've been doing. Um, how long have you been? There? How long have you been there? Well, like, I started when I was twelve. Yeah, you are twelve um, years old right, but, now, right yeah, now. Yeah, right. right. I've been doing it for sixteen and a half years for San okay. Francisco. And how did how did you get into that? A lot of people don't know that this isn't actually a career path, and it's not like your parole officer says you have to find a job, so you might as well go do destination marketing. How did you end up? How did you end up doing this, Lynn? Uh, it was it was kind of a very um, 
non-direct path. Um, So I started my career in advertising um, and then took a little sabbatical and went to teach English abroad and came back and got back into advertising more on a freelance thing. It was when the dot-com was booming. And I was going to go all the way up. It was never going to break. Um, But I had, you know, I had spent a lot of time um, actually in Asia and I just Mm -hmm. felt like I wanted to do something more meaningful. And Mm -hmm. so I went to go work for the Exploratorium, um, which is a a museum of um, science and um, interactive science in Mm -hmm. San Francisco. And... um, and did that and got introduced to um, what at the time was the uh, San Francisco Convention and Visitors Bureau. Got we were it. members of it. So um, was there for quite, you know, about five years or so and then went to a startup, again, rediscovered that that mm. was not my path. Um, and somebody said, there's a role available at the CVB. And originally, I kind of wasn't really that interested because right. at the time it was a little bit of a bureaucratic, stuffy organization. Right, right. Um, but they had brought in um, some new leadership mm-hmm. who... Um, was very forward thinking, and so I said, "I'll I'll go and I'll interview," oh, that's and great. that's how I ended up there. And you probably didn't know when you were a kid or in college that this was an option. Like, I had no idea. I wanted to be a foreign service agent. Oh, you I mean, did. <laughs> so, where, where, what did you study? I studied political science. Okay, so. and where did you study that at? Um, at UC Berkeley. Go Bears. Go Bears. Right, yeah, Oski Bears. Yes. Um, and wait, which can I ask which dorm you were in? Uh, Norton Hall. Norton Hall. Okay. Unit three. My, my son is right at, across um, from Yogurt Park. Oh, yogurt Park. <laughs> That's how thing? people know it. <laughs> if you know Cal, it's right across okay. from Yogurt Park. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so my son goes there. He loves Berkeley. He mm. loves loves living in a city. Oh, nice. And coming from a small town, mm-hmm. he's like, Dad, this. And, I, and I, I talked to him yesterday on the phone. He was all pumped up on political philosophy. He's, like, he's a political science class right now. Nice. And you can tell, like, being 19 years old in Berkeley taking a political science class. I mean, you're like in heaven. Like, it's nuts. It was, you know, it was really interesting. Um, I I went the the political science way because, like I said, I was interested in foreign service. But then um, as I learned more about the government, I realized I didn't want to work for it. (laughs) You want to go. But but you you mentioned that you taught overseas. Mm -hmm. So where did you go? I went to um, South Korea. Okay. uh, Busan, South Korea. What was that like? Well, at the time, it was still a developing country. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, you couldn't, there weren't Starbucks. There mm-hmm. weren't, I think we had a Burger King and a Pizza Hut. And that was right. really kind of the Western exposure that you had. Um, I often say, and my friends who were there with me at the time often say, it's probably the closest that we will ever know what it feels like to be a movie star because people were not that used to seeing Americans and we looked very different. And especially for me, I'm a little taller and I have blonde hair. And so you didn't have a whole lot of privacy. And you're in Busan, so you weren't in Seoul where a lot of the the military bases are. You were down away from that. Exactly. And there was a military base, but it wasn't nearby where Mm. where I was. So um, so it, it it was an amazing experience experience because yeah. I really got to experience the culture before it had been too westernized. Okay, okay. Um, and um, the Korean people are just lovely, lovely people. How, how long were you there? I was there a year and a half. And how good is your Korean now? Not very good. Not very good. <laughs> I mean, while I was, it was it was quite a while ago, and while I was there, I probably spoke maybe like a you know five year old. Right, but, um, right. I knew some words, and I could take a taxi. So it, oh, that's great. I did the things that you I you were a little early for like you know how K pop is huge now. Right. Like you could have had you gotten in on the ground floor, Lynn, back <laughs> then. 
I'll tell you. But even back then, the the their you know young people bands right. like the boy bands and things like that. They were it, they didn't have a name for it, but right. it's it's been around for a long time. It was a big thing. Yeah. All right, so yeah. you go there. You go to San Francisco. You go to the Exploratorium, which was mm-hmm. in the old location by the Palace of Fine Arts. Okay. And now they're in a, by the way beautiful. Oh, beautiful right location the, the on the pier. Yeah. Um, now you're at um, what's now called San Francisco Travel. Mm-hmm. You're the chief marketing officer. Mm-hmm. So all you do is do Mad Men lunches and drink martinis. Is that is that how it works? Is oh, that that's exactly how it works. Yes, yes. <laughs> what, what's like? What does a, a place like San Francisco travel do? So, for people who don't know, you know, one of the words is destination marketing organization or whatever you want to call them. What what is their core function? Because like you don't own a hotel, you don't own a restaurant. What do you guys do? What do you, um, well, we we um, promote the the destination to um, drive economic impact, mm-hmm. right? So what many people don't realize is the visitor economy. Um, provides for locals like so many services. So mm-hmm. through the hotel taxes, um, we have services with our, you know, police force mm-hmm. and the fire department. Um, in San Francisco, our our hotel tax actually funds um, the arts um, and the culture arts industry. Program? So That's yeah, amazing. so yeah. grants for the arts program actually gives quite a bit of, of funds to arts and culture institutions. Um, so you know, the, the visitor economy is is the heartbeat of San Francisco. It is. So it is. Um, and unfortunately, you know, during the pandemic when we were shut down, the the um, visitation suffered quite a bit. Right. So we are in a recovery mode right now. Right. I don't think people um, understand. Like just because you know, I'm also in that same business, but I'm asking just because I don't want to mm-hmm. hear myself talk. Um, is that you know, economic development and tourism mm-hmm. brings in usually a lot of quick money, mm-hmm. uh, usually a lot of small businesses because even though there's big hotels and you have Moscone Center right. and we have like Marriott Hotel and stuff like that, but even more often it's a small restaurant. Like we just ate at a restaurant and that's owned by local people. So the, the tourism economy tends to be overwhelmingly locally owned small businesses. Absolutely. Which is good. It's oftentimes they're not the most organized. <laughs> <laughs> This is like hurting cats. Are right? you trying to are you trying to set me up here? <laughs> no, no, I'm not. I, I say it all the time. I'm like, oh my god, because like right now, like when it's the low season here in Sonoma in February, right. so great time to come visit. Same thing in San Francisco, mm-hmm. but you know, in June and July, I'm saying, hey guys, we got to plan for the off season. Yeah. So this is what we're doing. You got, but you got to give me the stuff early, right? Mm-hmm. And of course, they're too busy because they're owner operators. And then usually, you know, like last week, where is everybody? Right. Like, Remember in June and July when I was like pulling teeth, um, because and, and so it's good because it's locally businesses. But it's really hard because it's local business, right? There's not a lot of managers slash owners. It's, it's, I mean, managers and owners, mm-hmm. not like the, a different thing. But that's, I do love this industry because like the people that you get to interact with are very passionate about the places they live. Absolutely. Right? So Absolutely. It's kind of a nice thing there. Um, Lynn, where did you grow up? I grew up, um, well, born in Illinois, but grew up primarily in uh, Arizona. Okay. In Phoenix area. Phoenix area. Yeah. Okay. And that place hasn't changed at all. <laughs> <laughs> Since you left, it's still a small little yeah. sleepy backwater. Oh my goodness! I I left at eighteen, and I mm-hmm. think there was one. No, there were two freeways, and now mm-hmm. I come home, and my mom's like, "Okay, you got to take the one one to the two ten to the." And I'm like, "I have no idea what you're like, talking about." Mom, what are you about. saying? Right, where do we go? <laughs> you're speaking a foreign language to me. No, yeah, it's Arizona's changed nice. quite a bit. It's huge. It's very yeah. large. Um, I enjoy going there. Uh, not in July, mm-hmm. in August. <laughs> Did you guys live underground in the summer? What do people do in Arizona in the summer? Like, you become mole people? What do you do? 
You stay indoors a lot, yeah. um, but everybody has a pool in their backyard. I mean, it's kind of like that's just the thing. But the interesting thing is in the middle of summer, mm-hmm. the pool is about 92 degrees. Oh, my gosh. Um, so it's kind of like taking a warm bath. You can make a stew um, out there. Yeah, yeah. You actually, there's, there's things that are built into the pool that are kind of almost like a... Um, um, oh, I can't think of the word. Like a chiller? Like a cold, it, it, cold well, off? it's um, uh, like no. a sprinkler that comes out of the side, and oh. it's supposed to help cool cool down the water. Oh, so like it goes it down. It. Yeah, it aerates it, so it goes down from like ninety two to eighty seven. Oh, how, yeah, wonderful! Yeah, wow, your down. entire pool's a hot tub. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> yeah, I always meet yeah. people like Palm Springs people or whatever, yeah. and I'm like, well, this seems really nice. You're there in March, right? This is lovely. Oh, it's beautiful. Yeah, like seventy five degrees, mm-hmm. and then you you go. Well, let's go in the hotel rooms are cheap, and you go back there, and you're like, the gates of hell have opened up, and it's like hundred and twenty degrees, and you're like, this my eyes are drying up into dust. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> well, and the, the funny thing is, um, and the, what's so counterintuitive is when you go out, you have to bring a sweater with you because oh. everywhere you go is freezing with air conditioning. Oh, so, interesting. So, you know, you're dressed in, you know, shorts and a t-shirt right. or whatever that may be, but like you go into a restaurant or, you know, and, a it's, store, like, and it's like freezing. And sometimes when you walk outside, it's like, oh, this feels good because you're like warming oh, that's back funny. up. that's funny. But then you get into your car and you have to be careful about burning your hands and your legs <laughs> on the leather seats so it's it's a it's a very interesting way to grow so i think sure. if i was in phoenix in july i would go to san francisco because like yes. what's the weather like in san francisco well it's you know the coldest winter i ever spent <laughs> was summer in san francisco so you know um july is beautiful like right. you know um but it can be a little foggy right. during the time okay, there's some so, fog there's some so, fog. there is some fog so um so you know we do try to prepare people because i think you know when they when they are planning a trip they're thinking california and yes they imagine the la beaches and the sunshine right and then they arrive and um they keep the 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 Fleece business is alive. I tell you, I say we can so always plug the municipal logo fleece, That's right? logo fleece, man. That's what we're, like, <laughs> we're gonna put a hundred percent tax on those. Exactly. Everywhere. Exactly. Um, yeah, a lot of people, especially uh, upper Midwest, um, they they see Baywatch and, and California imagery. Nine hundred two one zero. Showing my age there. I don't know what the current California shows are. It's probably a YouTube channel. I, I'm, I'm your age. Yeah. So I, I can't tell you <laughs> either. I'm like, hot, I know what you're talking whoever about. Whoever the hot TikToker is. Um, and then you come here, and then yeah, coastal. California is cool in the summer, mm-hmm. oftentimes because the inland warms up and the cold air comes over, which gives us the lovely fog. Right. Great for grapes. I was going to say it helps yep. your helps it helps, it helps it up grapes. here for sure. I also hear it's famous for sourdough. Sourdough bread of is, is a big thing. Well, this is why I'm going to bring something up. Okay. Lynn. Mm-hmm. San Francisco has SF Gate. That's like the uh, online version of the San Francisco Chronicle. Yes. And they, you know, they have some real stuff. Most of the stuff's on the Chronicle, but they have lots of think pieces and trend pieces and stuff. Mm-hmm. And today, Lynn Bruni Perkins <clears throat> has the Dutch Crunch craze finally expanded outside the Bay Area. I didn't know this, but Dutch Crunch is a type of bread, right? It is. I mean, yes. I knew. I'm very I, I knew, familiar well, with I it. I knew yes. it was a type of bread, right? Yes. You know that. And it's a beautiful bread. It's like light mm-hmm. on the outside. It's crunchy. I guess they brush it with rice flour or something like oh, that, did, or some I sort of paste. Yeah, I don't know how they did it. Yeah. Evidently, that's a that's a Northern California thing. I had no idea. I thought Me neither. I thought it was. I thought it was everywhere. But yeah. now I'm thinking, like, when was the last time you were in Chicago? And they're like, do you want Dutch Crunch? Or you were in that's Boston or New York, right? That's true. Maybe it's one of our things that we don't even know about it. Right. Like smart people and great weather. It's one of the things we take for granted. <laughs> <laughs> I get angry letters from Boston now. Yeah, so evidently Dutch Crunch is going down to the worst place ever, L.A. Oh. Look at that. Yeah. Is that okay that we give it to them? Are we okay with that? Sure. That's like our... Sure. 
That's our cultural <laughs> heritage. We have to fight for that. Right. We have to fight for that. That's like when Dodgers fans come up here. Right. I don't know what's going on. Yeah, evidently that's a, a big trend that's going on and moving down towards Southern California. Um, well, a lot of trends start in San Francisco. Tell me about that. Like uh, peace and love. Like peace and love. <laughs> well, like no, I, I think you actually spawned on that. Here, here's a couple things. Apple computers started in the Bay Area. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hewlett Packard was in the Bay Area. A, a lot of it. So a lot of the technological things, at Facebook, which don't, didn't start here but kind of grew here and became a thing. Um, a lot of the technology trends are based in San Francisco Bay Area, mm-hmm. or take off here. Right. Right. And that's a function of us having the two universities at Cal and Stanford, uh, other ones like San Jose State and Santa Clara, uh, a lot of military funding early on in World War II time, like all this money came up here and all this DARPA money, blah, blah, blah. But it exploded. There's this whole culture of like creativity and doing things. But I, w- I would argue it started even before the technological then, you know, craze. Um, if you think about I mean, cultural movements are mm-hmm. born here. So think of Summer of Love, right? right? right. So, um, and the whole idea of, of freedom of expression. Right. Um, Levi's jeans were born in San Francisco. That's I mean, right. that's going okay. back, you know, that's, that's jeans. So I, I, I think um, the Bay Area and San Francisco specifically really attracts a type of person who mm-hmm. wants to express themselves, is creative, mm-hmm. wants to, you know, um, challenge the boundaries right. of and make changes and change the world. And, you know, I would argue um, San Francisco is a place um, mm-hmm. that sort of leads the world in changes. So to your point, you know, you've, you have Apple iPhone, you know, it was introduced for the very first time at Moscone Center in right. San Francisco. I remember and that. Can you imagine your life now, you know, right. without this thing? Right. I mean, that's like we live and breathe by them. So um, <laughs> they many us, people do. They tell us where to go. <laughs> <laughs> they, t- they, t- they, g- they help me get here. Wait, um, I forgot so. my kid. Where is my kid? <laughs> yeah. oh, pick him up. Well, you can do that, too. You right. track, track them, track your, right. you know, X and whatever right. you right. want to do with your phone. But um but yeah, I think, you know, it, it's one of the things that makes San Francisco, I think, such a vibrant place totally. to visit and just to be surrounded by people um, who are of that uh, like-minded in the sense of they they don't they don't want to just have boundaries. They right, want right. to test those boundaries and right. and 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 make the world a better place. Things like Airbnb yep. or Lyft and and Uber were all born in San Francisco, and they self-driving changed, cars. I mean, self-driving cars, right? For yes. Ill, for good or ill. <laughs> <laughs> Waymo. Waymo, yes. But right, yes. That, that's. But Waymo, you know, it really interests people, and right. you know, people are very excited about about right. driverless technology. Right. Um, so you know, and, and, for, and it was for, born in San Francisco. And for good or ill, I think your yeah. point is, it's people who are like, there's a status quo. I'm not going to just accept the status quo. I'm going to try something new. Exactly. And people who are open to, yeah, I, I want to entertain this idea. Um, the Bay Area and San Francisco certainly kind of lead that way, right? Burning Man mm-hmm. started in San Francisco yep. on the beach. Yep. Literally burning a guy out ocean, ocean beach. I mean, a, the stick guy, but yeah. Um, there are all sorts of movements that came through San Francisco. San Francisco mm-hmm. State was big with a lot of social movements in the 60s and 70s. Absolutely. We're down there. So And, and Cal... As you know, had one or two things yeah. with Marty Savio <laughs> <laughs> yelling away over there. Um, now, but even oh, what's even what's happening mm-hmm. around AI um, oh, and, right. and and 
right now, you know, that's that's a thing that a lot of people obviously are are looking really closely at. Mm-hmm. And um, there's a, an area in San Francisco that has now um, been called Cerebral Valley. Oh. So kind of a takeoff of Silicon Valley. Right. It's the area around um, Hayes Valley. And oh, okay. there are a lot of um, AI uh, startups that are, really? are, are being born there. So it's kind of gotten this sort of nickname of Cerebral Valley. So it's going to be really interesting to see. And I think a lot of people are really looking um, at that as kind of our next movement. The next movement, yeah, like the next, the next phase. Absolutely. Because you have the dot-com phase, you have the social media phase. Right. So maybe AI phase is the next one. Whoa, that's going to be crazy. Yeah. I, I got to confess, I don't know as much about AI as I feel like I should. I've just noodled around with you know chat GPT and mm-hmm. stuff like that. I know that's just the tip of the iceberg. Oh, absolutely. It's, I, I it's think so much there. I don't, even, I don't even know if we can fully imagine yeah. what the capabilities are. I mean... The, the everyday person like you and me, right. I'm sure the people who are behind it and can kind of see what right. it's capable of have a have a have a much deeper knowledge of that. But right. um, you know, I think I think about when I was a kid and and we saw the house of the future, right. and you could actually talk into a speaker and then you could talk to the person in another room yeah. and that was like magic. the house of That's the future. Um, and, and it was like, oh, and, and, a, and a computer in every room. Yeah. Um, and that just seemed like it was beyond our reach. Right. And so I don't, um, it's going to be really interesting. It will be interesting. It, yeah, and I think out. going back 30 years from now, when when this when we're on our 7,000th episode of the Sonoma <laughs> Spiel, um, just thinking about what has come to fruition mm-hmm. on that. I don't know. but And then and going back to San Francisco, that it attracts those kind of people. Mm-hmm. Like everyone talks about virtual worlds and, and, and diffuse workforce. Yes, that's a thing. But at the same time, connecting with people personally and talking to them and going to a place where stuff happens, the room right. where it happens, to, to borrow Hamilton, um, is important, mm-hmm. right? And I think San Francisco is such a huge part of that. So, Absolutely. So if you're getting your uh, expensive pour-over coffee from the hipster coffee shop, you're going <laughs> to bounce into the next guy, right? Or the next person with the idea. And, and, that, and, 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 and when you talk to people who are in the space and, you know, are movers and shakers and are the ones who are kind of, you know, doing these new things, that's exactly what they say. They yeah. say... We couldn't really be doing this anywhere but San Francisco because right. you can have those kind of conversations. The, the, the in a whimsy shop of the corner the meeting right there. Exactly. That's there. Um, Lynn, I'm going to, I'm well, actually, before we get to that, I'm going to mm-hmm. ask you something. Um, what's your sign? Aquarius. Aquarius, okay. <laughs> My birthday's next weekend. Oh, right. So, and that's why. <laughs> Happy birthday, everyone. Wish oh, 40 is crazy. 40, yeah. I know. You, I mean, 40. I, I was like <laughs> thinking you were going to be 25. Yeah, Here yeah. we go. I, I know. I'm a, like, I should have gone younger. <laughs> <laughs> Like 24. I stay out of the uh, sun. Um, we, you know, uh, you kind of work in this world where people write stories about your your destination. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's kind of like, there's usually like the 10 best places for this or whatever. Right. Or they do like the, whatever. So my favorite is the sort of Cosmo inspired, uh, where should you go mm-hmm. based upon your Zodiac sign? Oh. Because Sonoma was recently mentioned for a certain zodiac sign. Now, okay. wasn't you said you were Aquarius? Uh-huh. Okay. Well, Aquarians, Aquarinitos, you guys <laughs> should go. Aquarianatas. Aquari- are you guys? Oh, you guys should go to Marfa, Texas. It says you should go to Marfa for some reason. Um, I, you know, is Marfa still a thing, or is like is like over now? 
Like it was a cool arts place, like and they do all these art stuff in the middle of Texas. I, I you don't know, you know what it is? I, 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 you've never been there. I haven't been. I haven't I'm not been cool enough to go there. Marfa is like a weird place in the middle of Texas okay. where they put up a fake Prada store and they have a lot of big arts installations. Okay. I know. It's like Well, Aquarians are known to be on the artistic side. So oh, is that what it is? Yeah, I, I mean they're humanitarians okay. and kind of quirky. And supposedly <laughs> Pisces is <species? laughs> <laughs> supposed to go to Ojai uh-huh. in California where, okay. where like avocados come from and right. really well I think there. there's a lot of spas there there are a lot of so spas there so speaking of spas thank yeah. you who should come to Sonoma ready for this if yeah. you are a Taurus oh, you should come to Sonoma my husband's a Taurus can so, he come up here yeah. he's welcome yeah. you right. know for your birthday he should come up here okay uh, yeah so according to this if you are a Taurus come to Sonoma California because Taurians Taurians mm-hmm. love the finer things in life luxury and comfort are just as important when they're on vacation which is why a trip to wine country is perfect for these pleasure seekers well a bunch of hedonists picture fine wine <laughs> tastings like. surrounded by leafy vineyards soaking in a private hot tub under the stars indulging in custom spa treatments and dining on gourmet seasonal dishes love it wow he is a big fan of Sonoma is so, he yes, okay, yes. We'll, we'll find a private hot tub next yes. to a leafy vineyard underneath the starry sky sounds amazing I can't wait um you deal a lot in your job with like trying to get the messages out about San Francisco yes. so this is one that we get from Sonoma mm-hmm. and you get ones that are kind of funny and that's just kind of funny yeah and then and now I'm gonna dive into it. We get ones that are more serious. And recently San Francisco has been getting more than its fair share of people punching down on it. Right. Mm-hmm. And I and I say more than its fair share because I love San Francisco, but I'm blinded by the fact that I grew up in the Bay Area right. and I root for a team we're gonna talk about, but we won't talk too much about because we don't know what's gonna happen. But tell me about the, the, the haters out there in San Francisco and what's happening. Like are, how are you handling that? Because I feel like it's overblown and it's unfair to the city. And you have this unenviable job of trying to like, hey, guys, knock it off. Tell me what's going on. Yeah. I mean, obviously, it's very challenging. Yeah. Um, we we talk about the narrative a lot um, right. and the negative narrative. I think um, San Francisco has, through history, kind of been a punching bag. Um, people yes. love to hate. And I think it's, it's for the things that we've talked about before right. because right. – People challenge the status quo, and when the when the when the status quo is, is challenged, some people just don't like that. <laughs> and you know, yeah, and right. I think you know, particularly as we're moving into this political year, um, we represent for certain people everything that is wrong with progressive politics. Mm. And you know, there are a lot of big cities who have very similar challenges mm-hmm. to what San Francisco is going through right now. And and there are challenges. I'm not going right. to deny that. Um, but it's not the only one experience and it's of not San Francisco specific just to San it's, Francisco. Exactly. It it and and that's the thing that I find so frustrating right. is when you see some of these articles or um, you know, news segments, they're always, you know, focusing the camera on, you know, a three or four block right. area. Right. And and any city that you go into, any any urban center that you go Anywhere. into is going Anywhere. to have an area that's very similar. Well, to I'm gonna that. go any rural area will also have poverty and problems. Right. And these are oftentimes bigger problems uh, that have multiple causes. Right. And you have to, one, recognize the humanity of the people there that are suffering. Yep. But you also have to say this isn't just because, you know, these this idea is only in this place. Mm-hmm. And I can go to any city and find it pretty quickly. Right. Right. And that's, 
Well, and yeah. then you think of, you know, St. Francis, right? Mm-hmm. San Francisco. Right. Like, and this is, and, and humanitarianism is a big part of our DNA right. and the people who live there. So to your point, um, I think things, you know, something, things, you know, things have, have gone not in always the right direction, mm-hmm. but we're born of, of trying to do the right thing sometimes. Mm-hmm. So, um, and anyway, beyond that, it is it is a challenge to 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 counteract that negative mm-hmm. narrative. Mm-hmm. Um, we we recently actually, um, well, it was last year. Um, there was a wonderful travel writer. Her name is Allie Wonderman, and she did a piece in SF Gate that okay. you were speaking about, where you know she she's a local San Franciscan, and she you know many people many locals are just kind of tired of this like right. constant w- when they know that that's not the full experience Correct. of what San Correct. Francisco is, and so she actually went to the Golden Gate Bridge and she interviewed tourists mm-hmm. and asked them what their experience of San Francisco has been compared with what they may have seen in the news media and. 100% of the people that she interviewed said, it's nothing like what I saw in right. the news media. Right. Um, we're having a wonderful experience, and you know, it's an urban city, and it has its challenges. And right. I, I'm from Chicago, and I have we have similar experiences in Chicago or Philadelphia right. or wherever it may be, as you mentioned, even some of the rural areas. Um, we also know, um, just through our research, that 92% of people who have visited San Francisco say they want to come back to San Francisco. Oh, that's great. Yeah. It's amazing. It's a number, like, there aren't a whole lot of destinations. Nine out of ten tourists actually, agree. Right. I <laughs> right. Mean, right? But, right. I mean, I mean, so that that in itself that's goes to number. show. Yeah. yeah. Um, so the experience that people might be seeing um, in the news media mm-hmm. is nothing like the experience no, that you'll and that's have why when you come to the city. When I went to, to the restaurant, the Chinese restaurant on Geary, um, right next to it was a school, and they were getting ready for a dragon dance because it was like a kung fu school, but they're also going to do a Lunar New Year celebration. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, there was a dispensary, because San Francisco. Uh, there was a flower shop. Uh, there was the Pete's Coffee, right? It was wonderful just walking up and down the sidewalk, and it was an absolute slice of the diversity and amazing. Like, and, and the weather was perfect, mm-hmm. right? It was like big, puffy clouds, and uh, people don't know this. January, February, March, April, beautiful weather here. It's very temperate. We do get a rain, but it's nothing like um, like the Midwestern rainstorms or the or the huge like scary Arizona flash floods oh, right. that you guys get. <laughs> the haboobs. The haboobs. The they, 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 right? they, they, na- they weren't named when I oh, lived there, but, but now, now they've it's been like, named. It's, like, it's a haboob. Like haboob Angela is coming in. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, so so yeah. it's a perfect time, and I really, I mean, I loved it because you know I live in a small town. Mm-hmm. And I, it's beautiful up here. It's it's rural. It's lovely. I really enjoyed that every block. You know, every minute there was something new, mm-hmm. and I could keep walking to it. And I talked to random guys, and like they're like, "Yeah, come in here and check it out." And the guy doing the lion dance at the Kung Fu Studio, I'm like, "That that is so cool, right?" Right. So I'm one of the nine out of ten. I'm like, "Yeah, That's go amazing. back there." I I should have written down the name of that restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> but it just it's gives so you good. the opportunity to discover a new That's one right. because because there's so. I mean, our our culinary scene is you know well, okay, unrivaled. T- talk to me right? about that. Right now, we're in the middle of Dungeness crab season. I've yes. mentioned that before. Um, San Francisco's in the middle of all these great farms. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, Alice Waters from Chez Panisse was across the bay. You've had amazing, amazing restaurants. Mm-hmm. What's going on foods, food-wise in San Francisco? Is there anything other than Dutch Crunch going to L.A.? What's <laughs> <laughs> well, L.A., you know, anyway. Um, yeah. So, I, I mean, our food scene is constantly yeah. ever-changing. Right. Um, you know, we have... 
more Michelin, more Michelin three star restaurants in the Bay Area right. than New York does. So that oh, really? really that tells you take something. Take that Gotham. Take yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but there's there's a couple of really fun new things that have opened up. So okay. there's a, a restaurant in Union Square called Chotamate, and okay. it is um, Japanese Peruvian. So Love that's that. one of the things that I think is really interesting about mm-hmm. like our San Francisco food scene. Mm-hmm. To your point, there's so much diversity in the mm-hmm, city. Mm-hmm. And then there are chefs that come, and while they may be in competition with each other, you right. know, because they're also like an incredibly collaborative mm-hmm. community. Mm-hmm. And and then, you know, you take the different diversity of of people, of cuisines, and they mm-hmm. get they they may work together or they will look at our amazing produce and say, I want to try Peruvian mm. Japanese as a new, you know, they, they, right. there's almost movements that are born huh. out of culinary. I mean, Farm to Table came out of it did. the Bay Area. It absolutely that whole, did. That whole movement absolutely. itself. There's a lot of food technology things mm. that are happening in San Francisco um, that will be probably the next AI of, of food. I mean, I, you know, it's, I mean, there's, there's right. just, there's so much creativity and, Innovation that is happening yeah. even in our food scene. Um, so you know, you talk about Geary Street, so, right. and I mentioned earlier that um, I had lived in Korea, and mm-hmm. so there are a lot of Korean restaurants oh, on okay. Geary Street. Okay, and I really wanted as as authentic of, a, of, a, of an right. experience as I could get. And a friend of mine had taken me to, and I'm, I won't name the restaurant. Mm-hmm. And I was like, mm, it's okay. You right. know? And there was a lot of people who looked like us in the uh-huh. restaurant. And I said, I said we need to just drive down Geary and find a restaurant that is filled with Koreans. Yeah, just go in there. And that's how we're going to get that authentic experience, right? right. right? And so that's what we did, and now I have a favorite Korean... Car, uh, Korean charcoal barbecue. It has oh. a yellow sign on 11th and Geary. It's delicious. <laughs> it's Busan style. Busan style. Okay. So um, I, I actually learned the name because it was my. It's my favorite Korean to go to in the city. But um, <laughs> but yeah, it's an amazing our food scene. I mean, you can, good, you can eat your way around the world. You can, and yeah. that's what it's you know seven square miles or 29 square miles, and yep. but just like so many great restaurants from, mm-hmm. from all over there. Um, okay, you mentioned people coming from all over. One thing San Francisco does really well, and I think. I'm impressed by is big major events mm-hmm. like big ones um, a big one you worked on about eight years ago mm-hmm. was Super Bowl 50 yes and this was crazy it was first of all the first Super Bowl that had the numbers not the Roman numerals uh, 5-0 the first Super Bowl with a full week's worth of activities open to the public you guys built a place called Super Bowl City that you were a part of at the time <laughs> I know yes. part of the time yes, we, were, we were like a wine sponsor yeah, there. That was really yes. fun. but Lynn it was so amazing because you built like the best of San Francisco and Northern California in this village at the foot of the ferry building which right. is a beautiful um, scenic literally ferries come in from all around you have the mountains you have the bay there and you had so much good food and you had concerts and I know you were in charge of everything like you just oh, did yes, everything I, yes I ran the whole thing exactly <laughs> but, and, and that was like thousands I don't know hundreds of thousands of people Right. Went through there. I yeah. mean, people don't go to the game; they right. go to that event. Right. And I think they said it was one of the first times that, like, that was the big draw. Right. It, it was, was a, a big draw. draw. It was a big draw, and it and it gave you know because um, at the time when we brought Super Bowl Fifty, it really was the Bay Area Super mm-hmm. Bowl, and mm-hmm. they really um, the the organizers at the time that was very important to them. There was a big fundraising element to it, and in terms of you know charitable contributions right. that were made as a result of that. Um, so the Super Bowl City that was was 
in San Francisco, to your point, really showed the best of the Bay. It did. And yeah. it really brought um, all of all of the surrounding regions together to right. really celebrate in this, you know, it was the 50th Super Bowl. What amazing, what deal. amazing celebration. Yeah. So what, you guys have done some other things, though. I remember there's a sailing race that you've done. Yeah, America's Cup has okay. been hosted there. Um, we've hosted... Um, uh, um, like a World rug- Cup for rugby. Okay, rugby. Okay. Uh, w- rugby World Cup. Um, rugby Sevens World Cup okay. specifically. Um, we just uh, did NC two A um, semifinals. Okay. Um, we're at Chase Center. Okay. Um, there's another um, sailing event ca- called okay. AC Sailing okay. um, that has a regular rotation Which, in San Francisco. San Francisco being on the peninsula, mm. sailing is so cool because it's right yeah. there. Usually, yeah. like America's Cup, it's like 20 miles out there. Oh. And you're like squinting to look at a bunch of stuff, but you guys were right oh, there. Oh, right there. And you and, built a big pavilion get, right there. Oh, you, they, they had a big pavilion. You could see the races, but then you could also, if you were lucky enough to have a friend mm-hmm. who had a boat, best kind of friend to have. Oh, it was it was the best kind of friend to have because you there was you know just a perimeter and you could I mean the boats are whizzing by. So you could just hang out in the water. You could hang out on the water and actually oh. wa- watch the race from the water. That's which the equivalent was of courtside seats in the NBA. Yeah. It's like yeah. having a, a seat there. Yeah. Um, so. It, and then you guys always have, like, you know, um, well, you have the Giants. Mm-hmm. I am an A's fan, so we're just having a moment of silence here. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, uh, so, like, the, the Giants, when they, where they play, they would often bring in uh, different soccer, like, amazing uh, professional soccer teams would play there. Um, all sorts of cool stuff happens yes. there. Yes. So. Um, different events have happened there. Um, Dead & Company finished oh, right, their, right. they just finished their tour. Right, so the Grateful um, Dead kind of second it was ex- generation. Here's, here's what you may not have heard, is it had the Taylor Swift effect. So we actually so we actually saw a big increase in visitation and mm. hotel occupancy, words that we destination right. marketers like <laughs> use a lot. I know people are like, huh? What does that yeah. mean? But it's an important it's an important for, for us right. um, to, to get people into the hotels. Okay. And so um Dead and Company had that effect, had really? a, a, ta- a Taylor Swift where they actually impacted the visitor oh, that's economy. Great. Okay. Yeah, it was really exciting. Well, and speak I know I'm going to some K pop concerts down there. Brought to you by my daughter, and mm-hmm. uh, so I'll be spending some money down Good. down in that area. Um, t- has Taylor Swift come to? She she came through, but she was um, down in, south. Yeah, okay. in Clara. Yeah. Did you go see her? I, I, I did she not. blocked my texts. I was trying to get free tickets. <laughs> like, what's going on, Tay Tay, or whatever we call you? I pro- She's too busy with Travis. She She's is. Too busy, yeah. All right, so let's go to that. You guys are yeah. okay. So for those you know, we're, we're taping this before the big game. The big game. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Niners are playing the Chiefs. Um, I grew up at a time in the '80s when the Niners were the team of the '80s, mm-hmm. and then the team for a little bit of the '90s, and then it's been a drought. Been mm-hmm. a bit of a drought. Uh, I don't. I don't want to curse us. Okay, so then we're not going to do any kind of prognostications no. here. Okay, but. Let's talk the next two Super Bowls. Yes. I think one's coming back to San Francisco. It is. Super Bowl 60 will be um, in the Bay Area. Okay, again. great. Right. And then you're in charge of that again. Yes, I'm running the whole thing again. <laughs> you got a clipboard. <laughs> I'm walking, yeah. talking. It's, it's very early in the planning stages right, right now, but it's right. definitely something that the community is going to be coming together oh, again great. to celebrate, you know, an, another milestone for the NFL. Awesome. And yeah. um, we're, we're, we're very excited to host. Um, we'll also, that same year, it's going to be a crazy year. We're also hosting um, FIFA World Cup. So we got... 
uh, which is the matches. Super Bowl for the world. It is the for Super the Bowl world. For, for the world. So, um, so really? that's that's really We're exciting. We're a FIFA as World well. Cup happening up, up here in the Bay Area. In in the Bay Area. Fabulous. So, and that's the same year as the Super Bowl. So we're just going to do it, like be on the world stage. Um, oh my gosh! The, and then uh, next year we're actually hosting hosting um, NBA All Stars. So oh. so the Bay, you know, San Francisco specifically in the Bay Area mm-hmm. is really becoming known as kind of a sporting event, a you know, event. powerhouse and, right. and just big events um, in general. And you just and had so APEC, the uh, Asia Pacific had, Economic, and that was whatever, an incredible experience. Yeah. And um, and oh. again on the world stage and really. Really um, providing, I think, a global perspective on San Francisco as as truly an international city. City so. that knows how. The city that's, that that's, knows that's how. The call. Lynn, this is good, and I know um, you're going to have to pretty soon answer some questions for me. Okay. But people have gotten this far along; they're probably like, "Wait, does San Francisco have a website?" Because they want more information. SFTravel.com. Oh, that's easy to remember. Yes. SFTravel. And uh, I imagine there's all sorts of tips and tricks and things there's to see all, or do. You can plan your trip. You can. Um, there's itinerary suggestions. Mm-hmm. There's information about events that are coming. Okay. Um, you know, we have Lunar New Year is... Um, Oh, it's coming up. Life hot chow is yeah. um, is this? I, I am not very good at saying that, but I'm like going to life hot chow. Yes, and and we have the parade that's coming up. I believe it's on February twenty fourth. So okay, there's two things um, happen. Mm-hmm. Every year we have an amazing uh, Lunar New Year parade. Mm-hmm. Every year it kind of rains. Like tradition. Okay. It's amazing, so though. don't stop jinxing it. No, if I say that, it won't happen. Okay. There you go. Boom. I like it. I'm, I'm like out thinking it. it. Uh, that's, that's a great parade. So I that's have, a great parade. I have a really funny story yeah. about that parade. Oh. So I had a friend whose husband um, was, was a pilot for Southwest Airlines, okay. and so she asked me if I wanted to be on the float. And oh. you know, how exciting to be yeah. on the float in the Chinese New Year's parade. And I showed up, and she said, well, we're walking in front of the float, and you have to wear this inflatable airplane <laughs> on your head. <laughs> you had to so, wear an inflatable airplane. So here I am with an inflatable air, you know, Phenomenal. And, and like, and like wave? you know, waving, doing the whole wave. We're waving okay, at good. people. But the most amazing thing about it is that people, because it was Southwest at the time, when you remember when you have your frequent flyer card, yeah. people would pull out their frequent flyer cards and like wave them at us and go, we love you so much. Oh my gosh. They, yeah, it was, it was quite an experience. And you're like, I also so, organized that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, so that that's my one. That's my uh, your Chinese brush with fame. Experience. Yeah, what's well, better yeah, than being told like, "Hey, Lynn, we need someone to do the lion dance," and here's <laughs> right, here's, yeah. here's a piece of paper. You're like, okay, people train for years. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, okay, so that's so that's coming up, and Lunar yeah. New Year is a big celebration. Yeah. It is, in San and it's Francisco. always a, it's a, it's a really fun event. Yeah, to attend, that's and you sure. guys you do a good job. And then Lots what I love is you go to Chinatown, um, both the the historic uh, classic Chinatown in San Francisco off Grant Street area, and then sometimes the avenues. Mm-hmm. There's also kind of a like, Clement Street. It's kind of the unknown, right? Yeah. So, but a great place for restaurants too and all and then you go shopping like this is so much fun yeah right yeah. and just kind of soak it all up so yeah. there's always stuff going on in san francisco so it san, really is so sftravel.com sftravel.com do you guys have email people can sign up for emails and stuff like that you, you can sign up for, uh, for our newsletter oh, on good. our website okay. yeah okay. so it'll you know you'll get a little window pop up and say and if people show up to san francisco is there a visitor center where they can go get information um there is well um there's a california welcome center okay, great. at yeah. pure 39, pure 39. Thank you. Um, okay. that that does have some information good. um and then if you are specifically interested um in chinatown there is um a, a visitor center in Chinatown on Kearney Street. So oh, okay. um, 
but th- those are the current the places you can go there. That's yeah. great. And that's I always like that people are there to answer questions and stuff. And even if you're going to a conference like at Moscone Center, oftentimes there's an information desk and people kind of like can help you out there. There is a center like during some um, conferences Events that center. will be open um, during an event. So and you're there with a the clipboard and a walkie-talkie. And you're like, oh, hold on, I'm, I'm coordinating with my QR codes. Well, actually, <laughs> so what we have now, um, uh, because we don't have a, a visitor center that's right. open 24/7, is right. we have a new program of welcome ambassadors. Well, tell so, me about that. So when you come into the city, um, you might see some um, people on the street um, wearing an orange jacket, mm-hmm. and it has you know a welcome ambassador on the back, and they're really there to greet people. Mm-hmm. Um, it, the The program was originally um, born out of the idea of welcoming people back into the offices when uh, we were first reopening, okay. Okay. and then um, when we started welcoming back, you know, some of those larger conventions and meetings, um, it really expanded even further well, to great. really help. You know, give information to people who may be in town for a conference or even just visitors. And um, they interact with, you know, thousands of visitors a day and can provide information on where to eat, where to go, what to do, how to get there. This is so So. funny because we have uh, here the visitor center. You know, you saw uh, Mariana today was sitting there. But oftentimes when we have two people, one walks around the plaza Uh and and they intercept people. And I I 100 percent stole that idea from San Francisco. (laughs) (laughs) Like, go talk to people. And what's so funny is the people who it's usually younger men who will just be looking at their phone Mm -hmm. and they're like, you can tell they don't know where they are. And we're kind of confusing because we have two first streets, one east, one west. Mm -hmm. And a street called Napa, which doesn't go to Napa. A street (laughs) called Spain, which also doesn't go to Spain. Spain. No. Um, But we'll come up and say, can we help you? And at first they're like, no, I know where I am. And then I let them walk away and I go, hey, if you know, there's a great ice cream shop. And they're like, okay, where's that? You know? And then they interact and then they, they, are open to hearing more stories, yeah. you know, and then you can really help them. And then they walk away. I think they feel a lot better if you talk to them and do the whole thing there. But you can still do the phone if you want. Yeah. But yeah. whippersnappers. Um, <laughs> when you've been you've been here in town, we had a lunch trip before this. Mm-hmm. You've been here now for two hours, so I'm I'm now making you a volunteer. Okay. <laughs> okay. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> you've mm-hmm. been to Sonoma Valley a couple times before. Mm-hmm. You went to Cal. You're a smart person. So, Lynn. We're going to do a thing where you're going to help me do some answer some questions. Okay. okay. So people send us questions. They text us. They email us. They go on Facebook. They put in the comments on these on these things. We are going to answer these questions in a segment we call We Get, get questions. questions. Okay. You ready? I hope so. And you can always say, I can, can I get some help? Because like, okay. you're a volunteer. I'm not paying you. So, so. I, I'm a volunteer without training. Right. <laughs> well, or as I like to call it, a volunteer. <laughs> Here's one. Hey, we've been driving around in the vineyards mm-hmm. and noticed recently there's a lot of yellow flowers mm-hmm. growing uh, between the vines. What are the yellow flowers in the fields? Mustard. Correct. I do it's know mustard, mustard season. You yes, are so it's smart. It's one of my favorite seasons. It is. There. It's yeah. just starting right now. Beautiful yellow it's flowers. Beautiful, yeah. They're appearing in the vines. Um, and now's a great time to come up. Mm-hmm. You can come do it again. Uh, when it does rain, it rains for like, you know, like uh, overnight it rains. It, by law in Sonoma, it rains from 10 p.m. to 6 a.m. And then it's sunny and moderate the rest of the day. By law. Right? By law? Yeah. I think by law. <laughs> and then the mustard grows and it's a cover crop that they put between the vines. And it looks good, so good answer. Um, people also ask us questions about San Francisco. Okay. They, they ask us all sorts of questions. We don't have mustard um, growing in San Francisco. Well, here's a question I got. Okay. Can I just like buy tickets to Alcatraz at the wharf? <laughs> um, 
Well, that's a trick question. Okay. I, 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 my, my recommendation would be don't wait to buy your tickets. Buy mm. them well in advance. Um, there, there may be certain seasons where you get lucky and mm. you can get them okay. directly at the wharf, but I wouldn't count on that okay. So, um, because it will often sell out. And I think... Um, especially in the summertime, and mm. I think people, or or what we consider our summer, September, October. Um, so um, my my one hundred percent recommendation would be buy them in advance. Great advice. Yeah. And to find that link, you can go to SF Travel. And they can't come to me to try to get tickets either, because <laughs> I have many friends who Wait. do, and I it's it's a national that- park service, <laughs> so I have no in. You with, cannot. With the big they, are, they are incorruptible. <laughs> exactly. And even though you got a clipboard and a QR yeah. code, yeah. you cannot do it. Okay, yeah. good. So yeah, so go online, buy them ahead of time. You can find that information at sftravel.com. You can find out how to go to Alcatraz. Good. Um, another. I don't know why we got this question. It's weird. Can I get married at San Francisco City Hall? You absolutely can. Really? You can. Do I have to be mayor or no? I can I can just go in there and get married? You can well, I you know, I'm not sure about how uh, about the how the appointment system currently works, mm-hmm. but um there there are weddings happening there all the time and it's a okay. beautiful setting for a wedding. It's a okay. you know, historic building with marble everywhere. Yeah. And um and actually another little fun fact. I did marry people at City Hall during Pride when um, gay marriage first became legal. They asked for volunteers, and I married 13 couples. Really? 11 who were LGBTQ. Really? Look at you. Yeah. Ordained minister person. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyway, it's a beautiful setting. It's so a good I, spot. you know, if you want to get married there, it's it it's it your your photos will look fantastic. And you've got experience. Okay, I yeah. love it. Here's what I got texted to me. Okay. This person's coming to Sonoma, mm-hmm. but they said, hey, I'm officiating at a friend's wedding soon, so I want to look my best. Where's a good place to eat that offers healthy yet delicious choices? In, hmm. in Sonoma Valley. In Sonoma. Like, where's in Valley? Like, in Sonoma Valley? Val- a valley? <laughs> valley? That's a great place. Wait, it's delicious. Sonoma. Really? Especially the crispy rice, um, <laughs> the, the crispy rice entree. Right. So that's a good right. place that to go. That has Dungeness crab because it's Dungeness crab season. Good job. You're hired. And then, yeah, some delicious roe. Oh, roe is good stuff. And avocado. They've even got olive oil Amazing. cake. They have yeah. a cake that doesn't use butter, uses olive oil. I had Lauren on here before. She totally was healthy. About it. Good. So that's a great one. And uh, I hope that person who's officiating at a friend's wedding. Does a great job because I'm, I'm sure they will. Um, oh, here's one we get. It's so weird. There's so many San Francisco questions this time. Do I need a car to get around San Francisco? No, and no? I would actually recommend, huh. for the most part, not renting a car okay. unless, of course, after your stay, I would rent at the end of your stay in San Francisco okay. before you come up to Sonoma Valley. You might oh, want to rent answer. a car, but okay. I would not have a car while while you're staying your three or four or five days in right. San Francisco. Um, it you have amazing public transportation. We actually just opened a new Central Subway oh, as okay. well um, that goes from um, south of Market, which is where the ballpark is, all the way into Chinatown. Oh, okay. Um, okay. So and then our bus system is amazing. We mm-hmm. have BART. Um, it's people say BART. What does that mean? <laughs> because people don't know what a BART Bay Area is. Rapid Transit. So okay. that's basically our subway system. So you can, for example, can you go from the airport to the city? You can go from um, San Francisco International Airport into the city, and you can also go from Oakland oh, International Airport into the city. Okay. Yeah. So you don't need a car to get around San Francisco. You, and you want to walk too. Yeah, like that's how you're gonna ex- you're gonna experience the best of San Francisco if you just walk and discover. Okay. Um, and go from neighborhood to neighborhood, like you were right. talking about, right. because. Because as you mentioned, it's it's seven miles by seven miles. I mean, it's not 
you know, there are some hills, but there are right. also ways that you can walk around the hills. Right. Um, but you could cross the city and, you know, start in downtown and end up at the ocean beach. You can do it. And you could do it in a day easily. And I think every May Get people do the beta breakers. Is it May? And mm-hmm. uh, which is from the bay to the ocean. Yep. Some of them do them naked because it's San Francisco. Because it's San Francisco. And, they throw and it's always the ones who shouldn't be naked. It's always. <laughs> <laughs> but a good time. Yeah. Um, boy, there's so many weird San Francisco questions. Odd. Oh, they just come up and ask us this here okay. in Sonoma. Um, Lynn, do you know, do you like beer? Have you had beer before? Maybe once or twice. Okay, once yeah. or twice. There's a beer here uh, that we released in Sonoma called Pliny the Younger, mm-hmm. and it's from Russian River Brewing Company. Um, they have two brew areas. One is in Santa Rosa, a brewery, and one's in Windsor, and uh, they release the beer. Mm-hmm. Big deal. People come up. But before before it released it at the brewery, they released it to secret accounts, and right now, this week, for the next couple of weeks, they've released it. So the question people ask us, where can I find Pliny the Younger? at bars and restaurants. Now, I'm assuming you don't know the answer. I, I don't right. know the answer and, to and, and I, I knew you. I, I had to go look it up. Okay. Okay. I've got the secret list. Is there anywhere in San Francisco? Um, or is oh, it sure. all in... There are some in San Francisco. Really? And, I okay. should, and I, that's an even more secret list. I will look that up. Okay. And I will put it in the notes okay. of this podcast here. But okay. I don't know here locally in Sonoma, Hop Monk Sonoma. Hmm. Often gets kegs, and you can go down there and get it. Um, in Santa Rosa, John Ash and Company, Stark Steak and Seafood, mm. and then the Trail House, which is like a, a it's over there by Annadale State Park, has it, uh, Petaluma, Ernie's Tin Bar. Ernie's Tin Bar is this fantastic bar in Petaluma. You cannot be on your phone. You cannot be on your cell phone, so do not bring your cell phone in. Or they won't allow you. They will not allow you to be on. I love but that. It's like a fantastic bar. They, they say you have to talk to people. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have chips. They don't have any other food. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's one of those that, great that, places. That's really smart though, because it's salty, and then it makes you want to drink. That's more right. Beer, I want to drink right? more beer, and it's Very on the way to Sonoma. People. Yeah. Um, so there are a couple places where you can find uh, Pliny the Younger on tap. Uh, prior to its release, so you can find it there. And in San Francisco, there are some accounts that have it. I got to find that out. I should have. I should have done that. Um, Lynn, final question I got. This is weird. People ask me another question. Um, how can I get to San Francisco Airport, but I don't have Uber or Lyft from Sonoma area? Do you know? Or vice versa? isn't there? It, does Marin Airport come all the way up here? Good okay. job. So we actually have a Sonoma County Airport Express. Okay. Okay. Right. That's okay. exactly it. So similar kind of thing. Okay. There is a bus okay. where you can catch at San Francisco. It'll take you to Petaluma. And from there, you can catch uh, a bus over here, or you great. can take a taxi or something like that. So I think to your point, San Francisco Airport is a great option for flying into Northern California. A mm-hmm. lot of lift, a lot of options. Mm-hmm. If you're flying internationally, that's the one. Absolutely. Right? I mean, Oakland has a couple flights, mm-hmm. too. And, and Fly Oak is great. Mm-hmm. Um, Sonoma County Airport's great. But the big dog. <laughs> <laughs> the big dog on the block. Said, I, and you can do yoga while you're there. I was just there, as I'm mentioning, <laughs> uh, the new Harvey Milk Terminal. That place is nice. Oh, it's beautiful. I was like, it's this is an amazingly nice terminal. And did you see any of the WAG Brigade? Uh, oh, is that the dogs? It, well, they have dogs. They have a large hare. Like a rabbit? Like a, like a rabbit. Like a, like a giant rabbit. Um, they also have a pig. Um, in the airport. Uh-huh. Um, and then they just um, brought in... A cat, and I'm tro- I'm, kind of, I'm kind of blanking on his name. I want to say it's like Alexander Hamilton or something. It's a it's a um, you know a nod like a to history, but he's really great, and he'll have on little outfits and everything. Wait, it's a cat and, that wears outfits? Yes, it's a cat that wears outfits. And but yeah, it's a very popular do, program. Do people? 
um, take them out, or do they sort of roam on their own? No, with they're, their with, they're, they're with their handlers, which are okay. typically their their owners, parents, you know. Um, and and they go through a whole training through right. San Francisco um, SPCA. Okay. Um, so they're like they're like therapy. I love you know, that. It's like a therapy training, and well, no, yeah. and it helps. I mean, it really it makes such a difference because you know what a stressful experience yeah. sometimes yeah. Um, flying can be, and so people just love it. They go, they pet the golden retrievers and the rabbits and the cats, and the pig actually plays a little. Xylophone, and she has painted hooves. I guess at their hooves. You were joking. No. She How does a pig play a xylophone? She. It's a little toy xylophone, like when you and she, you know. So, I'm not kidding. Okay, at first we like do- I have a dog. It's San Francisco. <laughs> what do you expect? Okay. I love this. Okay, so, have, so if you fly into San Francisco and you're stressed out, mm. look for the pig playing the xylophone, yeah, yeah. or Alexander Candleton, yeah, or whatever his name yeah. is, the, the cat yeah. or the dog. I love that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, that's see, that's very useful. You're hired <laughs> as a volunteer. Um, Lynn, this has been great. You yeah, been have been fun. a wonderful guest. Yeah. Uh, again, if people want more information about San Francisco, travel.com Sign up for everything, everybody. And or you can follow us on sh- social. Okay. So Facebook, Instagram, um, Twitter. It's only NSF. So, only NSF. So at only NSF, and, okay. and you can you know find us. Um, and me, Twitter is X actually now, and we have Threads. I know because Twitter we can call it Twitter and everyone knows too, everyone but, knows Twitter yeah. yeah and TikTok it's all you dancing right it's all me dancing yeah, yeah. that's what when yeah. they told us we had to do it's TikToks it's actually all the pig playing <laughs> <laughs> you just check that all out sftravel.com Lynn thank yeah. you so much for coming by uh, thanks so much for having me you're Tim. amazing it's been so much fun and uh, everybody after you're going to San Francisco please come to Sonoma Valley uh, and, and have a good time and I'm going to give you an insider tip oftentimes because San Francisco is a business destination if you go there on the weekend, sometimes it's a little bit better value for hotels. And you come up to us Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, you also enjoy better rates. So there's a little insider tip from Tim. Thanks for listening. Like, comment, subscribe. Mom and Dad, hope you're doing well. Talk to you soon.